0: Himalaya. You're listening to the first episode of Principles of Wealth with David Rubenstein, part of the Understanding Wealth series available exclusively on Himalaya Learning. I'm your host, Jared Schwartz. Himalaya Learning is an audio learning platform that provides an extensive library of courses straight to your ears from the world's greatest minds, including Tim Ferriss, Malcolm Gladwell, and more. To listen to the rest of this course and others like it, go to himalaya.com principles and enter the promo code principles to get your first 14 days free. Our expert for the course on the principles of wealth is David Rubenstein. A private equity pioneer, David Rubenstein is the co-founder of the Carlisle Group, one of the largest firms in the world with over $200 billion in assets under management. He's the ultimate influencer in the financial and philanthropic space. Here's Principles of Wealth with David Rubenstein.
1: Well, you can be in business and not make a lot of money or not acquire wealth. Many people work in the business world, work for companies and so forth. Only if you're really an owner or a significant shareholder of some way, are you likely to make a lot of money? And the greatest wealth obviously goes to founders or senior people at the beginning. Investors can make a lot of money too. But as a general rule of thumb, I think people should recognize that the creation of wealth is not something that happens easily, but it happens to people that typically are founders or, or they are there on the ground floor of something and working in a large, very successful company may not make you wealthy unless you're really an owner. Some of the most unhappy people I know are very wealthy. They have got a lot of money, but they don't know what to do with it. So they buy yachts or art or homes, and then they realize that's no great pleasure in just having these things. So the happiest people that I know are people who have figured out what to do with their life that gives it some meaning. So if they're not wealthy, helping other people, worried about family issues, doing other kinds of things that people traditionally want to do to kind of keep themselves happy. The people that are very wealthy when they figure out giving away the money is a good idea and they figure out how to do it, they tend to be healthier. In the end, you can't be buried with the money, despite what the ancient pharaohs thought. And you really have to do something with the money or the wealth. And the way that you figure out how to use the wealth sensibly will determine whether or not you're happy. I came from a modest background. My father and mother were not graduates of college or high school. My father worked in the post office. I was an only child growing up, in a blue-collar family in a Jewish setting in Baltimore, and I did get scholarships to go to Duke and University of Chicago Law School. I practiced law. I worked on Capitol Hill, and I worked in the White House for four years for President Carter. I went back after we lost the election in 1980 to Ronald Reagan, and I practiced law. But I wasn't that good at it. I didn't like it. And you can't make any great wealth or you don't have an impact on the world if you do something you don't really like. So I got out of it. I started a firm in Washington in 1987, became one of the larger private equity firms in the world, Carlisle. And when that became very, very successful, I became very, very wealthy by normal human standards, not the standards of Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, but by normal human standards, fairly wealthy. And that's when I decided I would start giving away the money. And I was an original signer of the giving pledge. And now... I'm very involved in philanthropy. In terms of rich, it depends. If you mean rich by money, clearly you're going to have to do something that is distinctive and unusual, and the world will pay you for that if you come up with a brilliant idea or a new process or you're a star or, or fairly talented in one area. But rich generally connotes money, whereas you know you can be rich in many other ways as well, rich in happiness rich in family pleasures, rich in just mental satisfaction. So it isn't necessarily the case that having wealth will make you happy. Many people strive to get a lot of wealth, and when they get it, they realize they're not as happy as they thought they were going to be. Well, when I was starting Carlisle, people told me it wasn't likely that you could start a private equity firm in Washington. And then when I wanted to build a global firm, people said you couldn't really do that from the Washington base. And people always told me I couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. And that tends to make people want to try harder. And so I guess persistence is one of the things I got out of talking to people early on. People say you can't do this, and it tends to make you want to do it even more when people say you can't do something. Well, I have a couple rules that I tell people when I make commencement speeches of what students should do, but as a general rule of thumb, I think that people should experiment, try different things, find something you love, because if you don't love it, you won't be great at it. Nobody's won a Nobel Prize hating what they do. You have to love it. Find out how to surround yourself with other people who are also talented, but also can play off your strengths and and your weaknesses. Also, be willing to work hard. You've got to really work hard and really learn how to share the credit with others because you've got to do that. You've got to keep learning and keep reading. I also think some humility helps. And a sense of perspective or sense of humor probably helps as well. Integrity helps as well. I think in the end, when you're trying to cut corners, in the end, it'll catch up with you. In the end, I think you have to, most importantly, be willing to make a mistake, fail, pick yourself up and get back on your feet and keep pursuing the idea that you have. And if you do that, eventually something good will come. Thank you for listening to the first episode of
0: Principles of Wealth with David Rubenstein, part of the Understanding Wealth series available exclusively on Himalaya Learning. To listen to the rest of this course and others like it, go to Himalaya.com principles and enter the code principles to get your first 14 days free.